This podcast is now brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And it's everything you need to make a podcast great in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Breaking the Barrier podcast. This is episode 67. This podcast is sponsored by Generation UCAN, the smarter energy nutrition that's powered by Superstarch, a slow-release complex carbohydrate that uniquely delivers steady, long-lasting energy to keep you fueled and feeling good. Visit generationucan.com.au and use the coupon code BREAKINGTHEBARRIER for 15% off your first order. That's generationucan.com.au and use the coupon code BREAKINGTHEBARRIER. Breaking the Barrier is also sponsored by Audible, the internet's largest resource for ebooks, with over 180,000 titles to choose from for your Kindle, iPhone, smartphone, or MP3 player. Audible is offering the listeners of the Breaking the Barrier podcast a free trial and a free ebook. All you have to do is visit audibletrial.com forward slash breaking the barrier to claim your free trial and ebook. That's audibletrial.com forward slash breaking the barrier. Welcome to Breaking the Barrier. I'm Andrew. And I'm Zach. And this is episode 66. 67. You literally just said it was episode 66. No, I was talking about the Lucy... I asked you which episode this was, and you said episode 66. Wow, you look really mad. Well, because I just sound like an idiot on the podcast. Well, now, I mean, I we were talking about something different. I said, we it's episode 67. Welcome to episode 67 of Breaking the Barrier Podcast. Good start. One better than 66. Indeed. Not that Isabel Ross's episode was bad. It was Lucy Clark was was 66. Right. <laughs> Isabel Ross's episode was also very good. <laughs> Do you know why? It's because I've been thinking about what you've been doing this weekend. Ah. What we're going to talk about is okay. what you've been doing over this long weekend. And you've been... Well, we won't get to that. Yet. We will get we to will that get to episode, that. Just not but yet. we won't get to it just now. I like the way that you did that. That was yeah, nice. That was, exactly. You can't, you can't teach that. We can edit out the last two minutes, right? Oh, we're definitely not going <laughs> to. That was fun. So, there you go. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to Breaking the Barrier podcast. So, we do have a good episode in store for you guys. We're going to talk, yes, a little bit about our long weekend, what we've been up to, some of our race preps, some of our races, some of what's going on in the world. Yep. Uh, but before we do that, we want to give a couple of shout outs to some of the Breaking the Barrier members who, of course, are going above and beyond. So, the first person we want to shout out is Annabelle, who had this to write on the Facebook page. Good Andrew. I assume that's going to say, good day, Andrew, and also possibly... Yeah, I think I was asking a question. Hi to Zach as well. Oh, you were asking a question. Maybe. How are you, Annabelle? Good, Andrew. <laughs> Been taking it easy, but starting to feel better running. Need to build up to some longer runs and work on speed for shorter runs. I need to sign up for a race so I've got something to work towards. Mm. I know that feeling. If yeah. I don't have a race sitting out there three, four months in the future, it's really hard to find that motivation to do some of that discipline like speed work. So so well done, Annabelle. I think anything you can do to find that motivation is great and races are the way to do it. Absolutely. And it goes back to a little bit about what we've been speaking about, just those constant goals. So yeah. way to go, Annabelle, getting back into it. Rock on. This next shout out goes to Marty. Marty had this to say in the Facebook community group, starting a new training cycle for the Big Sur Marathon. I have a trail half marathon this weekend, and depending on how it goes, I'm seriously considering my first 50K for March 14th. 
I think that's what I think that's what the three slash fourteen. Yeah, is. that's how they write it in America. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no fourteenth month. There isn't. A, not that we've checked. Third of the. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a leap year in the Mayan calendar. Is there a fourteenth month in a leap year? I don't know. Okay. So what do you have to say about that? Because you've run fifty k's. I've run fifty k's. It's not easy. <laughs> um, I think if you're thinking about signing up for it, Marty, do it. Absolutely. Uh, you've. You know, obviously done the training for the marathon. My one tip to you would be the 50Ks is longer than a marathon, spoiler, uh, and you really will need to just extend those long runs in training a little bit more to make sure you've got the legs under you. Uh, you don't have to go crazy. You possibly don't even need to go that fast, but some extra time on legs in the lead-up would be fantastic. So I can't wait to see on the 15th of March once you've been successful with that. Yeah, yeah, same, same. Good luck, man. Rock on. Uh, the next shout-out goes to Kathleen, who said... Got in a whole mile run today. It was supposed to do five miles of hills, but decided to get sleep instead. I think that's pretty smart. Mm. I did go to the gym and did some upper and lower weights after work. I also signed up for a marathon this weekend on a whim. I don't know what to say to that. I don't think whim's the word I'd use to sign up for a marathon. I'd say I'd say not. You have been listening to us for too long, Kathleen. We're yeah. obviously having a bad influence on you, but I can't wait to hear about which one it's going to be yeah. and hear about your progression and everything. And the Melbourne Marathon, you paced, what, four? Did yeah, pace? I paced the 410 group, yep. yeah, uh-huh. um, which was great, but it was um, it was an awesome experience. But, geez, I mean, still running a marathon at 410 in four hours, 10 minutes is – I was knackered by the end of it. Yeah, well, yeah you're pushing it. It's like – what's that, like a five – 545, 40, I think. 40, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello. 540 is a sub course. Yeah, yeah, right. You're pushing it. Yeah. And also, you know, you end up, you spend, you're spending a lot of energy chatting to people around you as well, which is great. Yeah. But by, you know, when you, by the last 5K, I was like, all right, I'm ready for this to be done. Fair enough. Does it suck running with that big pacer flag and stuff? It's actually not that bad. I did get a bit of chafing from it. Um, yeah. But it's pretty light. Um, but the problem I had is that I kept forgetting I had it. So I'd go to, like, run under a telegraph <laughs> thing and I'd whack it or I'd go to bend down to do up my shoelace and I'd hit someone in front of me. So awesome. that was the main problem with it. Just impale the other runners. That's how to win a marathon. Cool. Yeah, exactly. It was more – not so much the flag's fault. It's more user error. Um, but, enough. yeah, no, it was um, no, it was an awesome experience. So, um, yeah, I think – I don't I don't think I'll pace this year, um, but I will definitely do it again at some point. Cool. Very cool. All right. Well, look, I'll, I'll let you get along about your day because, what's it, 2 o'clock there? It's, you must yeah. be – haven't planned to go see something beautiful in New Zealand, nearly, so nearly time for wine, I think. No. Nice. It's <laughs> on it's holidays, right? That's it. That's it. Um, and yeah, let us know if you're ever um, in Bright or anything. We'll go for a run. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I definitely have at least plans to be there in October for the Spartan weekend again. So oh, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you updated. Yeah, let us know for sure. Absolutely, we'll do. Awesome. All right. Thanks, mate. All right. Thanks for coming on. We'll talk soon. Have a great day. Sounds good. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Um, what's that? Like about 30, uh, 30 kilograms, something like that. So, so that was great. Um, you know, I just went up the cargo nets as fast as I could, like the A-frame cargos. You know, I, I think that you can gain a lot of time there because they're not terribly difficult. You know, again, if you just take some time to walk up to them, really, really a good, really, really a good thing. And 
yeah, the spear throw, I a big thing that I will say for the spear throw, make sure that it's balanced. Uh, that really helped me out today because today was the first time I really focused on that. So you just basically take the spear, rest it on your hand, and find that balance point. And then that's where you hold it and that's where you throw it. And that'll give you the best best control over what the spear is going to do. And I did that today, and it was probably the, strong, uh, the strongest spear throw that I've had. I mean, it's not the first time that I've achieved the spear throw obstacle, but it certainly was probably the straightest and truest that that spear flew today, and the hardest that it stuck to the target, which is kind of exhilarating. I felt pretty badass after that. Um, and yeah, it's just, you know, you, 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 you have to, if you're going for time, you just... The best thing that I can say is do a lot of high-intensity interval training because I think my speed workouts have really helped because that's all it is. That's what the Spartan is. I mean, it is high-intensity interval, and instead of resting between each interval, you're doing an obstacle. So you've got to get used to your heart rate coming up and down, up and down, up and down, and that'll really help you go. I mean, it was, it was a little bit warmer today than I thought it would have been, and there was only one aid station, only one water station on the course. So if you're somebody that needs water, bring a hydration pack. You know, it's it's 5K, maybe normally you wouldn't do that, but if you're thinking, you know, it's better safe than sorry. I didn't bring one, I I was fine. I, I, only, I only took the one cup of water, it was fine, because I knew that I was gonna try to do it in the time that I was gonna do it. But if you're unsure, better safe than sorry. Um, in terms of the crawling cargo net, I know I'm kind of going all over the place here with these tips and tricks and stuff, but, you know, that one, a really... ...different prizes that have been donated by Generation UCAN on offer. All you need to do is just let us know what you've learned from the last 70-odd episodes. Make sure you've tagged Breaking the Barrier, Generation UCAN Australia, yep. and hashtag... Breaking the Barrier. And you'll go into that competition, and we will be drawing that episode 75. Yes, sir. It's going to be our next listener episode. That's so right. please get in it so you can win it. Couldn't have said it better myself. All right. All right. So, let's go back. You, this was one of your things that we spoke about when you said you were, what was your plan for 2020? Yeah. You went and did the Marvel Stadion. Yes. The Spartan. The Spartan. This was your first time competing. This was my first time competing. Walk me through it. Okay, so, first off, it was a really nasty day. Yep. Uh, it was rainy. It wasn't necessarily cold, but it wasn't warm. No. Uh, it, but it was just rainy and drizzly and miserable, right? And a lot of it was outside. Uh, now, those of you who think that the stadium run was going to be mostly inside, it wasn't. Probably 80, 90% of it was outside. Uh, the, the the rings and the monkey bars and all the walls and most of the stuff was done outside in the room. Really? Because the, the, the stadium, Marvel Stadium yeah. here in Melbourne, is a stadium that has a roof that goes over no, the top. No, they didn't. Um, so basically, in uh, when we weren't doing obstacles, we were either running up the ramps, which yep. were inside, of course, yep. uh, or running through the stadium, up the stairs, through the aisles. But that was all outside. Really? Yeah. Because uh, I, for some reason, I thought it would be on the pitch in no. the middle of the stadium, and they'd have climbing walls and stuff. That's set actually up. what I thought it would be as well. Yeah. Uh, but then I was like, I, I start to 
go over that in my head. And, you know, AFL season is not too far no, away. a couple weeks. They've just learned, uh, uh, put down some new turf. I guess it wouldn't make sense for them to have a thousand, thousands of people running over that grass and just destroying the grass. Yeah. Just be an expense that they don't need to pay. True. So you were just run, going around the concourse, going from point yeah. to point. Yeah. Yep. Mostly on concrete. Yeah. All on concrete, really. And... Actually, there was there was one bit where we ran on the field, yep. but it was very limited where we could go. Okay, and it was only like a hundred meters, maybe. Right. But it was it was tough. It was really exciting, though. I tell you what, Spartan is for me very exciting anyway. But the, 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 there were a few benefits of getting there early. So as an elite or an age group, which I was the age group, I was an elite. Uh, they run first. And so we, I got to be there early. What right. was really cool was I was there early enough to see Joe DeSena, who's the founder and CEO of Spartan, yep. talk about it. And it was, if, if you follow Facebook or Instagram, you, you could see, you know, before any Spartan race, the announcer says, Spartans, what is your profession? Mm. And the, the, you know, you have the response. And for Joe DeSena to do that yep. was really cool. It was just, it was really iconic. Um, and he's just a great, like he's got so, he doesn't need to do anything. Yep. He's just so charismatic. Like he believes so much in what he does. And he def. I don't know him personally, but I don't feel like he's the kind of guy who does it for the money. He does yeah. it for the love of ripping a hundred million people off the couch. Yep. He absolutely does. Not ripping off a hundred million people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which is very different. Very, very different. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that he came out to Australia just for this. Mm. Like, literally, he, he was talking, and he's like, you know, I won't be able to stay much longer after this.